Hello, my lovely friends. It's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. It is October the 4th, 2021. And I'd like to start off this morning by saying, welcome October. When did that happen, right? You know, we've gone through three quarters of the year. We've got three quarters of the year under our belt. And today I want to share something super practical um, regarding productivity, fulfillment, and accountability. Um, because you've been following me, I've been learning a lot about you throughout this, this last couple of years, but, you know, where are you at? You know, I believe it's super strong to share our, our ideas and to grow together. Um, so today, let's hammer down, let's get started, and let's talk about what's going to work to knock those goals out of the park for the next last, what's left, what's left, sorry, what's left of 2021, the last quarter of the year. So I know over this little bit, I've shared with you some of my practical reasons for doing what I do. Um, you've learned a little bit about my daily progress and my process for staying organized, staying focused, balancing priorities, different fulfillments, and at the same time, not feeling overwhelmed, right? How I flow from activity to activity. But like you, I have a lot of areas in my life I want to improve. I've never been the kind of person to sit still, <laughs> ever, ever, or to just have one priority or one goal. And I know most of you listening to this are women, and I know most of you can completely agree. We don't get to focus on one thing at a time. Sidebar, I've had a couple of men lately share with me how, you know, I really need to promote and just do and just focus on one thing at a time. And ironically, they were men. And I said to them, I said, that's not how a woman works. We've never had that luxury, right? Hands up if you agree. We've never had that luxury of just doing or focusing or thinking about simply one thing at a time. So grab your paper and pen. Um, be prepared to take some notes or screenshot where you leave off on this if you want to come back to it. Because today we're going to talk about primarily accountability and what we can do differently in our day-to-day -day lives. I'm going to share with you what I do and take away with it what works for you. Accountability. Sometimes we need a partner to help get ourselves on track for where we want to go. It's just a matter of getting into the routine and the structure. That's it. And then a check-in point. Um, an accountability partner is the same thing as the running analogy. When it comes to running, if you want to go far, so if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, go with a friend. So in this case, consider your accountability partner, your friend. And whether it's me as your coach or whether it's somebody else to help keep you on track, you really want them to stand in your corner and ask you questions until you're ready to ask yourself those questions. Now I've recently put together, interesting, but I've recently put together 75 questions for you to ask yourself. These are going to be questions for you to think about different tips and suggestions. Um, examples of applying the questions is what I put together, but these are 75 questions to help you think differently and to help you get right on track. So I'm going to put the link in here. You can definitely reach out to me. I'll get this all set up for you. But you're going to love these 75 questions and help you determine your accountability factor. And more importantly, your why. 
Here's where it all starts. Your accountability factor starts with why. Why are you going in the direction that you want to be going? Why are you doing the things that you are doing? Why do you want change? So, like you, I have a lot of areas in my life I want to improve. As I mentioned, I've never been the kind of person to sit still or to sit there and just daydream all day long. Um, so, uh, when you want to eat better, work out more regularly, invest more time in self-care, personal development, if you're working on saving money, improving your relationships, reducing clutter even, spending less, it can be super easy to feel overwhelmed and not know where or where to start or what to focus on. So for years, I felt like I bounced back and forth between so many goals that it didn't really feel like I was making substantial progress on anything, even though I felt like I was always trying so hard. Ever feel that way? It's like you're on the hamster wheel, right? You're spinning, you're spinning, you're running, you're going, you're going, you're going. You got the hamster wheel moving, but that's all you're doing is spinning in one place. So I've tried dozens of different approaches, planners, programs, but I always felt scattered or like I was focusing on one area only while everything else was falling apart. I don't know about you, but I don't want to just be productive in one area. And I just don't want to be productive in my life. My goal in life isn't to knock out my to-do list every day. It's to have fun doing it. I also want to have amazing relationships, make meaningful memories, and to be happy. Um, I know. I know. I own the happiness factor, but I want this for all of you as well. So, you know, I'm sharing with you my experiences because these practical approaches has brought me to the place where I am today. So I've got some strategies. Let's stay tuned. So I have a solid daily process for this and I'm psyched to share it with you. It's, this is an abbreviated version. So definitely hop on a call with me and we'll go over a longer version or make tweaks that work for you. Um, but here's where it starts. I begin every single month by brainstorming what would make my month exceptional? And I worked on this yesterday, actually, when I worked on my creative collections, my playbook for the month. And this is a book I'm working on getting out to everybody for purchase for the new year. That's my goal. And I've set it out there. Um, it is a place for bullet journaling. It is a place for affirmations and gratitudes. It is a place for your daily schedule. It is a place for planning and focus, but I'm not going to go too far off, but I use this one place to create my goals for the month. I give it, I want to make sure that you understand that this is a resource for you, a place where everything is in one place because in the past, and I'm sure I'm not the only one I've made notes everywhere from sticky notes to um, Google. I would send myself emails, send myself notes, write them on different pieces of paper or different notebooks. This is a catch-all for everything. And the most important part of it is I want to make sure I'm not limiting myself to work, that there is fun in my day-to-day. I want to include finances and relationships in my day-to-day, and I don't want to limit myself to just hyper-focusing on certain areas. That's why I write out my goals. I define which of these things would be the most impactful of all of these ideas I brainstormed, which would make my life or which would have the biggest impact on my life, move that needle a little bit more to the right, or which would make me the happiest. 
that becomes my priority focus for the month. It's not my only focus, of course, but my primary one. Each day, I commit to three small action items that drive that primary focus. You move the needle to the right. So this is my railroad analogy. The right side of your body, we've talked about this before, and again, if you've caught it, if you've missed it, reach out and I'll explain it to you. But every time I move myself to the right, I'm getting closer and closer to my goals. So I often commit to three small actions that will help me move that needle to the right on my primary focus, my goal, whatever that goal is. When it's possible, I try to knock those three things out as early in the day as possible. That's just because I'm one. That's just because that's when I'm more focused. But if you're not a morning person, if this is not your time, work on it later in the day. Every day I identify three areas of my life that I want to invest in and one thing I'll do for each. So these could be out. These are definitely outside my primary focus. And it might include my relationship with Tony, my business, finances. It could include movement, including, it could include decluttering. It depends what I'm working on and what it is that I want to build towards. So, of course, there are some problems to the strategy. Of course there are. Things are going to get in the way. You know, you can have a habit tracker. You can have a great resource. You can have a great tool. But if you have a bad day, if there's speed bumps that get in your way, if you don't follow a proper nutrition plan and then you overeat and you binge and you have a stomach ache and you're lethargic and you lay on the couch and you know the drill, or if you drink too much, let's be honest, in today's COVID society, maybe you're drinking too much. Um, whatever it might be, this is where that Creative Collections book is going to come in super handy. Because what it's going to help you do, and this is what, happen, what happens when you're working with an accountability partner, you're going to get clarity as to what you really want in your life. You're going to focus daily on actions that move the needle to the right. It doesn't matter how big that progress is. You're going to balance productivity and fulfillment. Invest in the areas of your life that matter most. By holding yourself accountable to progress, you're going to give yourself rewards. And this is key. The reward system is key. This will help you eliminate overwhelm when it comes from a multitude of priorities and obligations. And you're going to follow a clear and simple process for productivity. You're going to have insight and something to check off and things to do. One of my sections here that I just worked on yesterday is really cool. It's a goal setter. It's a monthly goal setter sheet. And there's a five or six squares that I filled out already. One of the things I'm going to share with you is one of the boxes says do more. And under do more, I said do more of what makes me happy. Do less, stressing. Improve, time management. Finish, updating my website. Attend, my book signing. Believe in myself because I am worth it. Give more time to my family. Let go of people who are not interested. Challenge myself to double my income from last month. In your case, if you want, you could double yourself. You could challenge yourself to save more if you don't have a, if you're not a social seller or if you're not in business for yourself. You know, you might not want to double your income from last month, but maybe you want to save. So I've got a lot of other boxes that are left unwritten out or empty, I guess is a better way of putting it, but that's for a purpose. I don't want to fill everything under one day. I want to be able to 
go there and check them off as the month progresses. I fig- I fill out this goal setting box every single month. And then it's amazing what comes back to me that I get to circle off or complete when it's done. And this is really, really incredible, especially when we go back and think of those 75 questions and then we fill out the boxes. So there's a few things few things I want to go over when it comes to accountability. You need to know your why. Why are you doing all of this for? Why are you listening to these self-development podcasts? What is it that you are working towards? You need to know that why. That why is going to keep you driven and focused. And it's going to remind you of what it is that you are working towards and that it's not just for nothing. You're not just hopping on that hamster wheel every day doing the same thing. You've got a purpose. So there's a few more things I want to go over. It's going to be a shorter podcast today. I'm hoping about another 10 minutes or so. Then we will be able to end today's session with a lot more information on accountability and productivity and fulfillment and the feeling of being successful because really that's what it's all about, right? You want to leave every day. You want to go to bed every night feeling fulfilled, feeling satisfied, feeling that you've done something. So as an ambitious person, I want to do everything, whether it's going the extra mile on a project or working or helping others when they need me. This is manifested into the behavior of taking more, taking on more than what I can chew. Who else has done this? As moms, yes. As network marketers, yes. As employees, yes. Ah, that feeling of saying yes to everything. Uh, It also equals to me over-promising things and not being able to deliver on everything I said I was going to do, which means I've let people down as well as myself because I leave things unfinished or less than exceptional as a result of not being able to balance my priorities. Accountability is responsibility. It is being responsible for your failures along with your success. It is the willingness to deliberately decide on what you're going to do and finish it. That's the key. Without accountability, you're not going to get things done. And people won't want to work with you because you can't finish what you set yourself out to do without accountability. You can't hinder yourself from, you can hinder, you can hinder, sorry. You can hinder yourself from growing, learning and gaining support from others. Accountability is a way to get people to trust you. People aren't going to work with you unless they know, like, and trust you. When they know you, that's one thing. Sorry, like, know, and trust. When they, they need to know you first then they need to like you. Then they need to trust you. Accountability is doing what you say and saying what you do. Balancing your needs and people's needs is key to fulfilling your responsibilities and to taking on tasks that can help you meet your goals and aspirations. My friends, it starts with the plan. At work, you get caught up with so many things that by the time you need to do your own work, half of your day is already over or three quarters of your day, or 90% of your day. From my experience, some of my work days were filled with so many meetings that I had almost no time to take a lunch break. And I still hear this today. Not enough people are taking their breaks to pause. When we put the needs of others before ourselves, we can give so much to ourselves that we don't make time to finish the things we need to do. 
I'm going to repeat that again. It's so important for you to hear again. When we put the needs of others first before ourselves, we can end up giving so much of ourselves that we don't make enough time to finish the things we need to do. And this is where the feeling right here, the feeling of being overwhelmed, overextended, and exhausted comes into play, right? Whether you're a social seller, you're a mom, you're a coach, you're an influencer, this is exactly where it comes into play the most. So to prevent spending time on too many tasks, I check in with myself every single day, create my list. And I start this on the weekends and I do this at the beginning of the month. I see what needs to be done on my end first. I would intentionally make decisions on how to structure my time as best as possible. Now, I know if you're working, this time might look different. But if you're not working for somebody besides yourself, if you have that luxury and that freedom, think of it differently than if you're working for some, if you have to work for somebody else and you've got to make them a priority as well, right? You might not be able to do what needs to be done first, but maybe at your first available opportunity, or maybe you get up earlier to make it a priority. That's what I do. I get up early, do my mindset, do my movements, nourish my body in terms of meals, and then, then I dedicate time to make the money. So I intentionally make decisions on how to structure my time to keep myself accountable without taking on too many tasks. Here are some examples of how I do this. If there's a meeting I don't have to attend, I would inform the host, skip it, and make sure to get debriefed later. I would tell my manager about my impending deadlines to make sure they know my priorities and they don't assign me with too many additional tasks. I would block time in my schedule to communicate to others that I need heads, I need time to work. And this can be applied to your home as well. Tony and I have a talk on the weekends as to what's going on, what needs to be done. And yesterday when I was working on getting my book together, because right now my book isn't assembled, I have to assemble it each month. But yesterday when I was working on that, I was still available to help out with what needed to be done at home. Um, this is a project I could stop and come back to, but um, it was also something I needed to get done. And I also leave time for meeting and helping people. So whether you are working on this in a family dynamic or in a personal dynamic with your business or in an employee and employer dynamic, pick and choose what works best for you. But communication is key. Leaving time for meeting and helping people is key. What you need to do is finish up tasks that you were assigned to first, rather than taking on more. Creating, scheduling, and blocking how you use your time can help you achieve your goals and give you an initial picture of how to spend your time before adding to it. It's not like a budget. This is why money is so ingrained with everything, but this is a lot, a lot like a budget. Um, a hundred percent like a budget. Understand yourself and your schedule. Do you get tired at night? Do you have energy in the morning? Where is it that you're spending most of your time that is pulling and draining energy from you? What can you do differently? This is where I would love for you to tap in and get that download of 75 questions. Are you busy with other tasks? Make sure you can get stuff done first before helping others. You need to get your stuff done first. Yes, to overuse the same sentence, you need to fill your cup before you can pour to other people. When I try to take on a task, I make sure that this is something I can definitely get done because once I take something on, it has become my responsibility. 
When taking on tasks from others, consider whether or not you want to be held accountable for it 100%. If it's not something you want to do, and if you know you can get, can't get it done, say no. Otherwise, say yes and give it 105% of your time and attention and get it done right. But you need to make sure you have the time to take on a task in your, in relation to your schedule, your workload, because once you take on the task, people will be counting on you and you don't want to back out last minute unless it's an emergency and you want to keep those emergencies true. Burnout should not be an emergency unless you are at the end of your rope. Burnout is something that you should be planning and prioritizing for so you can catch your breath throughout life. Don't accept something you don't want to do. Don't be a people pleaser. It's not going to serve you. Accepting that things will be good for you in time and help you meet your goals in the short term or the long term. So when you start taking on things that you're not interested in, it's not going to help you get to your goals. Not whatsoever. It's not bad to help others. In fact, you definitely should. But when you have too many tasks already, you don't, you don't want to make sure, you want to make sure that you deliver. Once you don't deliver, you're taking away that like no trust. And if they can't trust you for following up on your word, they're not going to work with you again. And it shows that you have bad time management. So it's so, so, so much better to under promise and over deliver than to overpromise and not deliver. When I take on tasks, I look at everything I need to get done. I actually ask myself, what is the time commitment versus the cost commitment? Because if I know I have that block of time somewhere, I can fit it in. I ask myself a whole bunch of questions that are on that 75 questions. There's a few of my favorites in there. I'm not going to share them with you. You need to get the download. I'm definitely going to add it to my link tree today. Um, But these are guiding questions as to whether or not the tasks align with my value in my work and where I want to move that needle. So when we decide on things that we need to do first, oftentimes we work on things that are most urgent, whether it's replying back to emails, which are other people's priorities, or attending meetings. The quality of tasks has nothing to do with time. Urgent tasks aren't always the most important or stimulating. And when we do urgent, mundane tasks first. We don't have the time or the focus or the energy to do the important tasks. So when I say it has nothing to do with time, and yet I just got through saying I ask about time, I use mine for time blocking. But time here in this essence, the quality of the task has nothing to do with the time. It's where it fits in your time block that's important. Because you are still responsible for every task you take. But is it about, it is about dividing up your energy to create the most impact. You want to get the most out of this. As humans, being accountable also means being responsible for doing tasks that help you grow. We all know when you grow, you glow. You level up in life and you enter into a brand new space. And this space is so different than where you've been before. The air is different here. The thoughts are different here. The attitudes are different here. You want to be in this space. It's an, it's an ideal feeling. And when we do the tasks and we check those off our list, it feels so good. So the ideal is we want to do tasks that are urgent and important. 
focusing on the most important tasks, though less urgent, lead to new opportunities and help you stay in that new space. We can align with your values when we do it this way. And when taking ownership of them, that leads to growth. So that's the difference between urgent and important, but you're not going to know what either one of those are unless you have a goal that you're working on. If you don't know what that goal is, reach out to me. I'll send you my vision board workshop. You can start there because I really hone in on that. Prioritizing tasks are the most important and the most challenging because they require the most energy. They finish. And then before you do that, you finish everything else. Hold off the urgent mundane tasks for as long as possible, unless you've made them urgent and important. Okay. So as we summarize today, there's a few things I've got some homework on. Those 75 questions I'm going to add to my link tree. I want to hear from you as to what you're working on and how this podcast hit home for you, how the accountability part and being productive and fulfilling and moving to that next sphere. How does that make you feel? because it's all about feelings. So in conclusion, being accountable leads to growth and support. It's about balancing the things you can do and knowing when to say no to the things that don't serve you. That's the hard part, my friends. Practice. Accountability is about understanding your priorities and being a support for yourself and others to get things done. It's not giving up and being resolute with your decisions. You definitely need to say yes to your decisions. You cannot give up. And if you can't do this alone, get a partner, get a coach. Because in my experience, being accountable for my actions has allowed me to get everything I wanted to get done, done. Podcasts, books, clients, you name it. It's also critically helped me think differently about how I get things done. It's about understanding what is going on in the world. And if there is anything wrong, how can I fix it? Especially in my world, my friends, my family, my clients, my coworkers, my peers, my clients. It's about putting care into every single thing that I do and becoming a better person in the process, whether it's in a relationship or in work, to be reliable, trustworthy, and responsible for everything that happens as a result of my actions and dreams. That is why accountability is so important to me. I look forward to hearing from you, my friends. Make it a fantastic week.